Medtronic Technologies impacted more than 72 million people in the last year, equating to two people every second. Harnessing the power of technology to take healthcare further, each technology has unique benefits designed to serve patients. The goal of this program is to get closer to the patient and to delve into the challenges and impact each technology has in practice. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. The BIS monitoring system should not be used as the sole basis for diagnosis or therapy and is intended only as an adjunct in patient assessment. Reliance on BIS system alone for intraoperative anesthetic management is not recommended. Medtronic's medical education programs are offered to provide attendees education on the FDA-cleared indications and use of our products when applicable. The contents and conclusions of the following program are solely those of the speakers unless otherwise cited. The speakers are responsible for all content and any necessary permissions. The speakers received funding from Covidian LP, a Medtronic company, for the speaking engagement. For this segment of the series, a discussion on anesthesia in the brain, we will dive into what EEG is. To help provide insight into this is Dr. Bob Thiele, Assistant Professor and Co-Director Enhanced Recovery After Surgery Program at the University of Virginia. Starting out with non-anesthetized patients, which is how EEG was originally developed, not, wasn't developed to study intraoperative awareness. It was developed to study sleep and, and consciousness and things like that. So if you look at these changes in electrical activity that occur um, during different states in non-anesthetized humans, you can start to see patterns. And so on the left, and we'll talk about frequency analysis a little bit later, but in an awake person, you see an EEG waveform that looks like this top left figure, and that's called beta activity. And these, these sort of peaks and troughs are moving at about 12 to 30 hertz in an awake healthy individual. If you close your eyes, you get less stimulus and you have a different, you develop different EEG waveforms. And this is what's called alpha activity. It's a lower frequency. If you compare these two waveforms, you could see that the frequency at which the oscillations occur is a little bit lower here. In a tired adult, you actually get what's called theta activity where the waveforms are even slower. And then when you sleep, it's even slower than that. And that's one to four Hertz Delta activity. This is not, these are non-anesthetized people. And so the point of this is that we're not really interested in EEG um, in people that aren't under anesthesia. That's not the purpose of this talk, but there's decades of literature showing that you can sort of classify the brain state of a non-anesthetized person, whether they're wide awake or sleeping by particular patterns produced by the EEG. And there are other things like spike waveforms that, that sig signify brain dysfunction that we don't, we're not gonna get into that. So what we see here are EEG waveforms in anesthetized humans. And, and now we showed with, with non-anesthetized humans that transition from an awake to a sleeping state, as you go from wide awake to a deeper anesthetic state, you can see characteristic EEG changes. And on the left here in these dark boxes are actual EEG tracings. And on the right, we see sort of a graphical depiction of what these patterns start to look like. This just shows that the depth of anesthesia as you, actually is correlated with metabolism in the brain, which is I think quite from a physiologic standpoint fascinating as the EEG sort of depth of anesthesia um, gets lower, as, as the patient gets deeper and deeper in, in, under anesthesia, 
as measured by EEG, you actually see a measurable decrease in, uh, decrease in metabolic activity of the brain. So the question is, can we break down this very complicated EEG waveform into components that are easier to understand because we are not trained neurologists. I mean, to actually read an EEG, you need to do a, fellow, a neurology residency and fellowship. And I don't have the ability to interpret a full unprocessed EEG and probably no one listening does unless you're a neurologist. Um, and so different companies have developed sort of these processing strategies to try to break down this complex signal into something that's usable and easy to understand, but that gives you meaningful information. And so the bispectral index as an example is really based on a large body of, or a, a large data set of patients undergoing general anesthesia in which four components really were pulled out, extracted from these signals that seemed to have relevance in terms of depth of anesthesia. One was the degree of high frequency activation. That's the amount of um, the EG waveform that's oscillating at a pretty high frequency, so 15 times a second. Uh, the amount of low frequency synchronization. synchronization. So that's, um, if you take the waveforms that are occurring at a lower frequency, are they synchronized? Are they in phase or are they out of phase? And then nearly suppressed periods and fully suppressed periods. And when I say suppressed, we're talking about a flat EEG tracing, so very little electrical activity. And this is just sort of a graphical depiction of how the best monitor, and it's, it's not the only process EEG monitor, but how it kind of breaks down this raw EEG tracing, which you see on the top, into different um, elements that can be put together into a BIS score. So on the left, you see the power spectrum. That's sort of like the contribution of different wave frequencies to the signal you see at the top. In the middle, an, an analysis of the near suppression and burst suppression. And then on the right, and it's sort of graphically complicated, but it's the amount of sort of phase concordance of different low frequency waveforms from the, from the EEG. So before, if you're interested in really understanding this, this is a really good article. It's over 20 years old now, and but the brain hasn't changed in 20 years and neither has raw EEG. And so this article in anesthesiology is freely available. It will walk you through a lot of the science behind um, electroencephalography in which process EEG is based on. So what do you actually get? For pro from process EEG, in this case from bispectral index, uh, you do get a BIS number that you see on the top left and 60 to 40 is typically considered the target in which you're under general anesthesia, the probability of developing awareness is low. But there's more information here. On the top right, you actually see the raw EEG waveform or waveforms. This is a, uh, this display is showing double-sided BIS monitor. And then on the bottom, what you see this colorful graph, and that actually has sort of three pieces of information. One is the compressed spectral array, which is a graphical depiction of the contents of the raw EEG waveform. Um, one is this, another is the spectral edge, which is that white squiggly line. And I'll talk about what that means in a minute. And then in the bottom, in the middle, is the level of asymmetry. And you can see that for most of the case here, there's not a lot of asymmetry. The left and right side look the same, but when the promoter is initially placed on, there's some substantial differences between the two. Please tune in next week 
for a new segment from this series wherever you find your podcast. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. Thank you for listening.